Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you back to our Leadership Community Podcast. It's Pastor Danny Mike here. And man, happy February. Hopefully your 2020 been, has been going well. Uh, man, I'm excited to have Kenya Morell joining it's us. It's good to be back. It's, Come been a, on. it's been a while. And Pastor Eric Brister, all the way from Ooh. Baton Rouge. National Championship. Home <laughs> of the good. champions, oh LSU Ooh. Tigers. Go Tigers. All right, that's enough. Because if we get off, we'll, I know. wow. All right, so we're, we are, once again, glad to be with you guys. Hopefully everybody's involved, and if only your groups are going well, if you, you know. And, uh, man, we're already hearing incredible oh my goodness. life yeah. change stories. Like, never been in a group before. <laughs> man, groups changed my life. Never been to church before, but I joined a group, and then I came to church. This is amazing. Like, some really, really cool things. So, hey, if you are hosting a group or you're in a group, thank you so much. Keep it up, and, uh, and let's finish strong. Let's look forward to what's coming up. Uh, next. But today we're going to jump in um, with our topic, really talking about vision. And uh, kind of the title we came up to is What Wakes You Up in the Morning? And we're not talking about an alarm clock or your phone. We're talking about, but what, man, when those, your, do your eyes pop open? What do you get excited about? So I read a statistic, and most of us at some level, whether it's a goal, it's a, you want to call it a New Year's resolution, whatever it is, I read a statistic from U, U.S. News and World Report and also the Business Insider that said 80% of New Year's resolutions failed by February. So um, 80% of you guys, Ooh. by the time you listen to this podcast, <laughs> well, you may have fallen off. All right, all right? So you may be, you kind of crashed and burned all, all that. But maybe you're like a growing category of people who are just, you're tired of failing. So you just, you said, I don't do that goal setting or resolution thing anymore. You just, you've kind of given up. But I really believe that God wants us to make a difference in this world. Yeah. So we need to stop going through life just kind of reacting to our circumstances, but we need to be proactive. So we need to set New Year's resolutions. We we need to set goals. Ultimately, we need to live with a clear and compelling vision for our lives. So during our time with you guys today, we're going to ask three important questions that we need to all be able to answer in order to be able to really live our lives with a vision that impacts others as God's purpose lives through our lives. That's right. And today we're going to ask three questions that we need to answer in order to do that. And so, but before we do jump into those three questions, let's be clear about the importance of living life with a clear and compelling vision. And there's a reason we're told in Habakkuk 2.2 to write the vision down. And so we can run with the vision God has given us. You know, a vision, like you said, Pastor Danny, it should wake you up in the morning and keep you awake at night because you're so passionate about it. Kenya, I love that part where it says that when you read it, you can run with it. Mm -hmm. If it's not written down, if it's not clear, and I love the idea of running, not... Think about it, Pastor Eric, when you get excited about something, right? Go yeah. Tigers, right? <laughs> you see it. You're, you're fired up about it. If you see something written down, you're, it's not compelling. You're like, there it is. Let me walk so right it instead of right. running. Wow, I like with. that. So, Kenya, I know you said you had a, a, an example in your life of yeah. how you really seen that come to pass. So help us to understand how that compelling vision written down can really get you moving in the yeah. right direction. You know, I, I was thinking about it, and, and I, I remember just a, a poignant example a couple of years ago. Well, Pastor Dan, let me just start with this. I don't know if you know this, but I'm, I'm in my 40s mm. now. Well, let me let me give you a moment. I know you're impossible. shocked. Let me. <laughs> I do know your age, Kenya. I won't say what side of 40s you're on. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> but I remember a couple of years ago thinking about, um, you know, a vision for the next year. It was in yeah. December. And when you're in your 40s, usually a vision or a goal comes up, something a little bit like, I want to get in better shape. (laughs) I want to be a little bit healthier. And and I I began to have this thought of what would the healthiest version of me look like? Hmm. What if I was in the best shape possible? 
And so this vision really began to stir in me, you know, what would that look like if I didn't have any any ailments, any impairments, if my confidence was built, if I felt good every day, I was sleeping well. Yeah. And that vision wouldn't go away. And I wrote it down in wow. my journal. And it, it was wow. it was on the lines of the healthiest version of me. Come on. You know, and and, and um, so I began to really stir and think on that version. And so from that vision, um, you know, I would begin to plan. And so mm. three to four times a week, I committed to working out. Um, I joined a, a, a running class, actually, wow. to teach you how to run mm. efficiently. Come on. I joined what they call a, a functional systems movement class. I know that sounds impressive, wow. but actually it's basically how to stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I was not I'm very stretched. flexible. <laughs> I joined a stretching class. Mm. In fact, my instructor, uh, he always, he said, Kenya, do it this way. And I'm, I'm thinking, I am doing it. Exactly the way you're doing it. But each week I would begin to look at my schedule and I was excited. At night I I look at the workout for the next day and I start thinking about the times. You know, mm. I can run faster. Hey, I can, can you touch your toes now? <laughs> I can. Come on. Come on. I can get Vision. stronger. I can build my endurance. And so Good. I became passionate. I carried a notebook with me just writing down my personal best and how did I feel that day. And so the passion just stirred in me and it was because I kept yeah. Um, looking back to that vision, the healthiest yeah. version of me. And it was hard work, but yeah. it became fun. Yeah, That's It awesome. became so fun. It was, it was a clear vision. It was a compelling vision because, like, you knew, man, this is going to matter if I want many That's more right. years of my life. And so as a result of it, you really saw some action. Yeah, exactly. Um, I in your life. figuratively and literally ran with the vision. <laughs> well, it sounds like a vision I need to borrow. So, um, <laughs> But, I, I mean, one of the things we're talking about is, is that we're called to live, you know, kind of our lives with that vision, a compelling vision, a clear vision. And so you got to understand uh, what happens if we live this way. Um, you know, as Christ followers, our greatest purpose is to share the love of God with others. I, I just really Amen. believe that. And That's so true. that they can come into that saving relationship with Jesus, have a relationship, grow in that relationship. And, and that's just but the picture of it, what it means to make a disciple. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we, when we fulfill our purpose of making disciples, uh, where the impact is just going to be far reaching. Uh, and right. the impact we're going to feel is, you know, we're living according to what God's called us to do his vision for our life. Um, you know, I, I think about, uh, times where I have walked with people uh, in life and, and even before I was in the ministry, uh, just hoping that, uh, I would see fruit, and, and uh, I had a friend of mine um, that I used to work with, and I'd constantly try to encourage and constantly try to uh, pour into him and, and see, uh, see life. And right. I just didn't see it. But, and I would get a little discouraged. I'd get at times, I'd be like, man, is this, God, I know you love this guy. And yeah. I, you've called me to walk with him and pour into his life, but I'm not, not, not seeing it. Right. And, um, and, but slowly but surely, these small steps of faith, mm. these questions would get asked, these wow. moments would happen where I saw that if, if I had a vision of him walking with God right. before uh, he was walking with God, it kept the energy and the enthusiasm to, to pour into him even when I wasn't seeing it. Yeah. And that's just faith. And so, uh, but yeah. that, that vision of seeing him close to God, close to his family, close to Christ just, uh, again, was 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 compelling. Uh, yeah. So you had a, you had a compelling vision and it mattered 
And it mattered. Right, it yeah. mattered. It impacted this guy's life. Kenny, yours impacted your life, which means you're going to be around longer to impact right. more, more mm-hmm. people's Absolutely. lives. So, so let's go ahead and shift our direction a little, a little bit today. So, since we now know the importance of living with a compelling vision, remember, it should be something that should wake you up in the morning. And we also know that our vision should be others-focused, right? Yeah. Like Just like Pastor Eric shared that story, right? That's What is that? That's discipleship when our lives impacts other, somebody else's lives. So let's go ahead and dive into the three questions that we talked about earlier. And once again, these are three questions that we need to all answer in order to live our lives with an impactful vision. Why? So that God's purpose can be fulfilled right. through our lives. Well, so Kenya, why don't you get us kicked off? All right, absolutely. The first question to ask yourself is, does my vision matter? Yeah. And this is so important. It's essential because if you have a vision, but it won't make a difference, like you're saying, Pastor Danny, mm-hmm. then it isn't a vision worth pursuing, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, uh, the perfect vision I find is in Mark 16, 15, which says, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. That's great. Um, mm. That's a pretty big vision. Pretty big. <laughs> that are. signifies. Yeah. Yeah. And so this this is the vision Jesus is leaving his disciples as he prepares to ascend to heaven. And his vision compels his disciples to go all in so that yeah. they can reach the entire world with life transforming love and the message of God, of the gospel. Yeah. That, that vision matters. Vision makes yeah. all the difference. So does the vision, does the vision matter? Man, mm-hmm. great question. Yeah, I mean, Jesus really kind of, I think, showed us the example and the power of vision when he was kind of casting this like you know, world altering vision to the followers, his followers is he said, you know, and as leaders, we need to live for a vision that matters. Right. Um, not only do we need to live for a vision that matters, but we need to, you know, make sure that we do it with the right people, uh, which, you know, will kind of lead into so our true. next question yeah. that we probably have to ask ourselves is, is your relationships reflect your vision? Uh, are the people you're, you know, the people you're, with the most helpful to fulfill the vision that God's given you for your life. Right. That's right. You know, Hebrews 10, you know, 24 and 25 says, you know, it says, let us uh, think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good work. And let's not neglect meeting together as some do, but encourage one another, especially since we'll see the day of his return is drawing near. And I always think about that, that moment in the scripture right there. It says, let's think of ways to motivate one another. So you're going to need people in your life. You need to be around people who motivate you to encourage Absolutely. you to, yeah. to do what God's called you to do. Yeah. And it's so good. I think there's a little flip side of that coin as well, guys, is we need to be around people who are going to encourage us, motivate yeah. us. Come on, Kenya, you can do it. You can run. You can yeah. touch your toes. You can do it. You, know? <laughs> you, right. can, you got this thing. There's those people. But then I think we need to be around the people because remember we said, does our vision matter? Yeah. So does our life, does the people around, yes. does our relationships, do they reflect these are the people that I want my life to make a yeah. difference in. And uh, I guess maybe a little bit of confession as a pastor, um, man, it's easy to a little bit to get in somewhat in a, in a bubble yeah. relationally. I, I work around incredible godly people. You know, it's like, hey, man, go share Jesus with your, you know, person that works across the hall. Well, that's like <laughs> Pastor Doug. He's <laughs> like right there with Jesus. I don't know what to do. He probably needs to come tell me maybe, right? And so I've made sure <clears throat> that I'm going to put myself around people who maybe I don't know exactly where they are in their relationship so with, with Christ, but yeah. um, maybe they don't know Christ. Maybe they need to grow. I, I don't know where they are. So, man, I I, I enjoy working out, and, and so I work out because I enjoy that, but it's also put me around people who aren't, quote, unquote, church people all right. the time, which, yeah. honestly, I love. I'm doing a if-only small group with some of the guys from the gym, and it's really, really cool. It's kind of ignited a fire in me because, you know what, hopefully by doing this with these guys, I'm, I'm, I'm somehow 
yeah. helping them yeah. out. I'm helping yeah. them grow. So we got to be around people who motivate us, encourage us towards our vision. But we also got to be around the people who hopefully the vision right. through our lives right. is impacting yeah. them. So do our relationships do they reflect the vision? Is it? Right. It's an important question to ask. Right. Absolutely. Really... And it all takes intentionality. You yeah. have to be intentional. And yep. that kind of leads to our third question to ask. Does your calendar reflect your vision? Mm. You know, just like you can look at someone's bank statement to their priorities and see their priorities, you can look at someone's calendar to see where their time goes. Is is it wasted? How is it spent? What's it invested in? Right. The fact is, is, is we're all busy. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. we need to be intentional about who... And what's on your calendar? You know, basically, you can ask yourself, if someone saw my calendar, you know, would they know what my vision is based on the time that's Mm. listed on my calendar? I know. (laughs) If I were to open my calendar. You know, it reminds me, um, you know, one of the things, obviously, that God has spoken to me about is is my vision for my marriage. Mm. I was married a couple years ago, and I, I remember... Um, early in the marriage, um, buying three calendars. And <laughs> I don't need three, but I bought three. Three of those kind of corny picture calendars. <laughs> and um, sitting down with my husband, and we realized very quickly, wow, we have a lot going on yeah, individually. Yeah. But if if marriage and the vision of my marriage is important, that needs to be reflected uh, intentionally and on yeah. my calendar. And so we, we began to plan and actually change things, change our schedule so that they will align with our vision for marriage. You know, yeah. we have our Tuesday date night. We have our Wednesday financial night. Can I hear an amen? Well, <laughs> come on, FPU, Dave Ramsey. You know, we calendar that, you know, once a year we want to do a marriage conference and a sabbatical and a, a vision weekend. That's, awesome. that's what we say. And I have my own, you know, accountability yeah. partners that I meet with once a month who are going to ask me about my oh, marriage. Wow. Yeah. You know, so we have to be intentional and align yeah, our great. calendar with yeah. our And that's vision. kind of maybe not as exciting. It's a little bit more dry, but man, it is kind of I where like the it. rubber meets the road <laughs> right. type of deal. So remember the three questions, does my vision matter? Does it wake you up in the morning? If not, man, you need a, something that just lights your fire. Yeah. Second question that we need to ask is, does your ref- relationships reflect your vision? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the third is like Kenny said, does your calendar reflect your vision? Are you actually doing it or you just kind of talk about it? So, yeah. so I'm going to give you a few action steps for, for this month. Number one, write the vision and make it compelling. What is a compelling, not what's your job, what yeah. is the vision God has given you for it's your life? Write it until it wakes you up and keeps you awake at night, right? Number two, I want you to view re- your relationships and I want you to see how they impact the fulfillment of your vision. Do you have people encouraging you and challenging you to keep going? And do you have people who are around you that you're impacting? And finally, the third one is this. I want you to review your calendar, and I want you really to see, kind of like Kenya was talking about, how do you spend your time? Do you waste your time or do you invest your time? If you invest it, you have have massive impact. So thank you guys. So much for being with us. A couple weeks, we'll do kind of a mid-month check-in, a review of this. Check on how you're doing so you don't want to miss that. Have a great month. Let's jump in and let's live with vision that really wakes us up and really lets us make a difference for God. Have a great day. 